This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Hey there, hi there, this is Carol Reid and welcome to my show Ignite Yourself, Living Life on Your Terms, where we talk about, uh, you know, ways to improve your life and really live a, live a life that's a bit more liberated, I suppose. Today we're talking a little bit about um, mindset and a bit about the everyday hero. Now, there's a new book that's just come out by a guy called Robin Sharma, and he is a, a lifestyle guru he's a management consultant does leadership with some fortune 500 companies he's very well versed in the whole personal development sort of regime if you like and his his first book i think that he ever sort of got known for was um the monk who sold his ferrari uh and he's actually a, a lawyer and he's gone gone down the personal development track so he's been in his 50s now i suppose so he's been doing it for a wee while i think you know 30 years or so uh and he's written these other books and this book that he's just written is called um the everyday hero manifesto and i'm going to give you a few tips out of this book and i highly encourage you to read it um it's also a a book that really looks at ways that we can really be our own hero in our own lives you know star in our own in our own lives really because quite often we sit on the sidelines and watch everybody else and if you're someone who you know is a bit addicted to social media you might be comparing yourself to others which I often say to people comparison is the thief of joy um, so, you know, when you're finding that you're actually comparing yourself to others, just employ that little that little number, okay? Comparison is the thief of joy because it does, it steals your joy. So you are unique. There is nobody else like you in the world and you've got to embrace that and celebrate your uniqueness, even if it's weird, okay? Even if your uniqueness is weird, it's okay. I give you permission, okay? Um, so one of the things he talks about he has the the thing with Robin is that he is a very because he's been a lawyer I think he's quite structured in his thinking which is quite great because he's creative but he gives you these processes and ways to do things and his book the 5am club which um, I've read about three times is all about getting up very early in the morning at 5am before the sun and doing a a thing called what he calls the 20-20-20 rule which is um 20 minutes of, of meditation or or journaling, 20 minutes of exercise and um, 20 minutes of working on, you know, planning your day kind of thing. Um, so that first hour of power, I guess it is, is to create the day that you want because when you create the day that you want, you that sort of moves into the week that you want, which moves into the month that you want, which then equates to the year that you actually ideally wanted, which, you know, over... Uh, many years causes a lifetime that you really wanted. So um, really taking um, the 1,440 minutes that we have of a day and thinking about how you're using them because we all use the 1,440 minutes in whatever way we see fit. But it's actually, you know, doing it on your terms, not for everybody else. So that first hour in the morning is the way that you create the day that you want. But the, the out of his new book, I wanted to just give you a few little, um, little, little tips that he's given here. So 
He talks about materializing your mastery um, to lead your finest life. And he's got these five leaps that he uses. So the first is to shift a mindset of can't to a mentality of can. And in my program, Happy for No Reason, which is a, which is an eight-hour program that I work can work one-on-one with you or in group settings and, and organizations and schools and community groups, in the, the Happy for No Reason program, we talk about moving from victim to victor. And he says, victims are prisoners of can't. They relentlessly tell you why an ideal can't succeed, why an enterprise can't work and why an ambition can't happen. Beneath can't lives fear. Fear of failing, fear of not being good enough, fear of not deserving victory, fear of being criticised, fear of getting hurt, fear of the imagined responsibilities of success. And I like what he puts in there about that, that really the the victim avoids um, avoids being is, is infected with can't really, um, and they and and so when they're in that can't mode, they're not really in the victor mode, which is the can mode, you know. Uh, and there's a apparently a, a, a restaurant in uh, Italy that that when when you ask them a question, the answer is always yes, um, but they but they say you know whatever it is, ask us. The answer will be yes, but please, what is your question? And I think that's just an awesome thing. And he gives an example of that where um, a guy comes and wants a, a donut and a particular type of donut, an Italian type donut. And he, he asks for it and they say, it's not on the menu today. And he says, well, I really want it. And so the owner charters a helicopter, goes to another, another little town where the donuts are made. It's a, it's a brioche bun filled with cream. And he wasn't making those brioche buns. He goes and gets it for this guy, brings it back and hands it to the guy. And the guy pays for everything, you know, is actually billed for the helicopter ride and everything. I think the, the, the bun costs seven euros or something and the plane, you know, hiring the plane cost 2,000 euros. So it was a 2,007, you know, euro um, donut. But he paid for it because that was what he wanted. And I guess the thing the guy knew his customers, so he wanted to make sure the customer was was taken care of. So it's going the extra mile, I suppose, and recognising that, you know, if if something's not working how you want it to, how can you get it to work in your favour? So victim to victim mindset, you know, and getting out of that blame, shame, complaining kind of mindset into, you know, empowerment and thinking, well, what can I, how can I make the best of the situation? Who can I get to help me? You know, um, what can I do as the next step? And remember, it's just one step at a time that makes the changes. So that's his first thing, the shift from mindset of can't to the mentality of can. And I love his stuff because it just resonates so with everything that I teach. Um, and what he talks about is, is the victim to hero leap. It, it has these five areas, if you like. The victim has the mindset of can't, the victim makes excuses, lives in the past, is busy being busy, and takes from the world. Whereas the, the victor, or he calls it the hero, has the mentality of can, delivers results, makes their futures bright, and uh, is productive in what they do and gives to the world. So it's a different mentality. And what he also says, which I really love in this thing, is he, he talks about the, his favourite movie being The Darkest Hour. Now, I've never seen that movie, but it's the one about Winston Churchill and, and all the stuff that he does and how he ascended to, to a legendary leader and all that sort of stuff. And Lord Halifax, which was Churchill's nemesis at the time, 
after after Churchill gave his his delivery about you know we shall take them on the beaches and you know we will never give up type type scenario, he said he was stunned. Lord Halifax was stunned, and he said he was stunned by the delivery of Churchill's vocal magic and asked the colleague sitting next to him what just happened, and the reply was he mobilised the English the English language and sent it into battle. And I thought, what a great way to think about languaging and how we talk to one another and the, and the words that we use. And I think Churchill's a great example of, you know, being able to get people to do things and, and you know, galvanise them into action. So that's his, first, that's his first thing, that victim part. The next is the shift from making excuses to delivering results. Now, we all make excuses. Nobody I know is an exception to that. We all find a way to make an excuse to not do the thing we need to do or, you know, to get waylaid and doing something that we, that's not going to really move the needle for us or move our lives forward. Um, but that's that blaming and that kind of thing that starts to bring us down. So um, being able to recognise, okay, I've made an excuse. I know that this is this is not going to change what I need to do. So I need to make a change to make sure that it that it happens. So it's recognising that you know making the excuses are holding you back. But it's first of all realising that you're making them, if that makes sense, you know, because quite often we don't recognise that we're making these excuses until we get to the end of the week and we haven't done that thing we wanted to do or we get to the end of the year and we're coming up towards the end of this year and we'll be reflecting on what we wanted to do in the next year and, and recognise that perhaps we haven't got where we wanted to get to. So um, recognising that sometimes we do make excuses but, you know, we want to be able to change them. And again, he says about this, every time you restrain yourself from descending into an excuse and insert and instead view yourself as the creator of your life, you'll receive a corresponding increase in strength. So every time you do that thing that feels a little bit uncomfortable, every time you do that, take that personal responsibility and recognize that that the way your life is is because of the actions you've taken, then as soon as you start getting out of that, again, that victim mindset, you start moving forward into success. And, and the thing about that, it just grows on itself. So your willpower each day, every time you do something that perhaps you didn't want to do or you get past that thing that you that you know you were scared of, that builds a little, little willpower muscle. And the more times you do that, the stronger that muscle becomes, that things start to become a bit easier to do. So really it's, it's thinking about thinking about how you can create the results that you want to see in your life, okay? Then the third thing is um, the shift from living in the past to making a brighter future. So, you know, as I said, victims live in the past. So you can't, you can't change the past, but you can embrace, you know, what's happened and move forward. So um, he says, seeing your history as an academy you can learn from versus a jail to stay chained in. I think that's such a great way to think about it. I'll just say that again. See your history as an academy you can learn from versus a jail to stay chained in. And we do stay in our own prisons. We do create the prisons of ourselves. We get in our own way a lot of the time to get where we want to get to. So it's recognizing that, taking what you need to from the past, but always looking forward into the future and making a brighter future. And then the fourth fourth, uh, leap that he talks about is the shift from being busy to becoming productive and what Robin's saying here is that you know quite often we're busy being busy because we're we think that gives us some level of importance or you know and you can see people around you you might be one of these people but you certainly can see it reflected often in others where we look at them and think gosh they're running around there but what are they really achieving you know it's actually stopping and thinking well you know what is this what is this doing for me this busyness and it doesn't mean that we're not making um 
progress but it's really working on the fact that you know doesn't mean that when we're when we're running around doing the stuff that's not really making anything productive that you know we're, we're holding ourselves back from what we really can be doing in terms of progress um, so he talks about it's so much easier to deceive yourself into thinking you have too much to do and then blame your lack of artistic victory and, and productive triumph on a hard and cruel world demanding your attention than to own your game by blocking out all digital distractions and unnecessary interruptions and honoring your native brilliance and he talks about you know again we're talking about that one hour of power in the morning really getting clear on what you want to achieve and it's not putting too many things in your day either because that's that's the other part of getting busy to be busy is you know you race around doing all these things but actually you know being able to concentrate look I want to just do these three things today will help me for my next day and my next day so it's it's having a bit of a plan um, and not just racing through the day without recognizing what you want to achieve because other people will hijack your time don't you worry about that other people will come in and you know you'll have unexpected visitors or you know the phone will ring or the worst thing is you know replying to constantly going on your devices and replying to emails or something like that when actually you know you wanted to concentrate on something else so block the emails put them to one side do them a couple of times through the day but don't constantly be replying to emails because at the end of the day that's going to take your time and you know use it up so um, have a bit of a plan around you know the, the times in the day when you're going to do those things block things together chunk things together that are of the same task so if it's all concentrating on um, on communication with others then um, do your emails do your phone calls and that at, a, at certain times through the day so you, you chunk the, the tasks together um, and then the final the leap five is the shift from taking taking from the world to giving to the world and there's a beautiful quote in this, and and it's really quite lovely. It's a it's a woman called Golda Meir. She I think she was the Prime Minister of Holland at some point, um, but she's a stateswoman, and she she says, "Trust yourself, create the kind of self you will be happy to live with all your life. Make the most of yourself by fanning the tiny inner sparks of possibility into flames of higher achievement." And I think that's quite beautiful. So it's really making that victim to victor leap and thinking about, you know, observing your mind, observing what you're concentrating on, just taking a little bit of a stock rather than racing around everywhere and you'll be like the duck that, you know, swims on the top of the lake and the and the legs are going flat tack underneath. You want to be able to just actually have a life that, that empowers you and gives you what you want from it rather than finishing off at the end of the day and feeling frustrated, you know, tired and and lacking the motivation that you really want to have that makes you feel good. So we'll take a little break now and have a cup of tea. And um, so go grab a cup of tea or a drink. We're going to listen to a nice song. And then when you come back, I'm just going to go over those things again and give you a few more little tips about ways that you can really manifest a day that really works for you. So see you in a minute.
Hey there, hi there everyone. Hope you've got a cup of tea and you've enjoyed that little song. I hope you've been keeping on running. <laughs> hey, um, so we've just been talking about uh, Robin Sharma's new book, The uh, Manifesto, The Hero Manifesto, The Everyday Manifesto Hero. Um, and it's we've been talking about the victim to to victor mindset and in the happy for no reason program that i deliver we talk about that as part of our mindset we talk about how our mind can take us on various tangents and if you've listened to any of my other podcasts you'll know that you know we have over sixty thousand thoughts a day and of that uh 90 percent uh 95 percent of the same thoughts that we had yesterday so really our mind is just a record player saying the same thing over and over and you know the definition of doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result you know that one don't you that's the definition of insanity and you're not insane because you're listening to me and i'm not insane so we're all good um so it's really just thinking about how you can get control of your mind and and we talk about the mindset and and happy for no reason and victim to victor and so i do this with kids I do some things in, in the community with, with school children and it's really great to see them really get it because they understand what does a victor look like and what does a victim look like, especially when they're playing in the school ground and things like that. And what we've been talking about in Robin Sharma's new book is the victim to hero leap and he talks about the victim having the mindset of can't, having uh, making excuses, living in the past, being busy, being busy, and taking from the world. And then the hero, as he calls it, or the victor, has a mentality of can. And, you know, I, when, in the Happy For No Reason program, I talk about having seeing the lesson and the gift and having a solutions-focused uh, mindset. So we give you a solutions-focused technique in that hands-on program. You get a really great way of being able to understand, you know, how you can find the solution in the problem. And it takes, sometimes it takes a little while to get your mentality working that way. But once you become that focused, that, that solution focused, you end up finding solutions everywhere. And, and it's really quite rewarding. And it, it sparks your intuition and it sparks your inspiration to keep on, you know, going forward. So, um, the victor has the mentality of can, delivers on results and makes their future brighter themselves. So takes personal responsibility. They're productive and they give back to the world. And I think that's such an important thing because we've got a world now that's really in a bit of turmoil. And the more that we can see the world as our family, the more that we can um, embrace some of the turmoil and share it without feeling like you're the only one going through it. Because we're all we're all feeling a little bit. Uh, you know, not put upon, but I guess the word is we're feeling a little bit, you know, the world is uncertain. So there's a little bit of fear sitting around there. And the last thing we want to do is to get into fear mentality because that ends up taking us down a rabbit hole we don't want to go. Um, so the other thing that I was going to say about Robin's book is he has this thing called the four interior empires. And I think they're so relevant because the first thing is we always talk about mindset and there's so much stuff about mindset out there at the moment. And I have a course called Mind Design, which is all about training your mind to work for you rather than you working for your mind. And we all know what that's like because our mind can absolutely take us on tangents we don't want to go and lead us down paths we don't want to be led down. So um, one of his things is he has these four interiors and so he talks about the mindset. But what I also love is he talks about heart set, health set and soul set. And when you really look at a human being, you know, we are more than just our minds and our heart actually communicates more with our brain 
in the day than the other way around. Now, when I found that piece of research out, I was quite stunned that our heart is talking to our mind on a constant basis. It is giving us signals, yet we are completely unaware of it. As you know, our heart beats without us knowing, our heart is actually such a wise part of our body. It takes so much of our wisdom. And we talk about making head, head decisions and, and heart decisions. And I think the thing is, when you make a decision from your heart, it often leads you in the right place. But oftentimes we get so head up in our head, we try and make decisions from there. So, uh, so mindset, heart set, health set, and soul set. And obviously, health set, and even in Happy for No Reason, we talk about the big three exercise, nutrition, and sleep. Those are our parts of our health set. So, what are you doing to take care of your body? Because at the end of the day, this is the only body you're going to have, and you know, at this stage. So, you need to look after it, right? Um, and then soul set is really a spirituality, you know, looking at, you know, recognizing that, you know, you're part of a bigger picture that, uh, again, looking at the world as your family and recognizing that, you know, you're part of something that's a lot bigger when we look at the universe and we look at our place in the universe, you know, we are such a minuscule little piece, but but we're part of something bigger. And when we look at even how we're made, our atoms are actually reflected in the universe. So we are a part of the universe whether we recognize it or not. So those four little things there, the mindset, heart set, health set, and soul set, thinking about those four things, what are, what are you doing for yourself around those things? Do you need some help in those areas? Do you know someone who needs some help? Uh, is there a family member or friend that could could benefit from perhaps having a chat with me and going through stuff? If you want to get in touch with me, my name is Carol Reed. And my company is called Soulpreneur. So think of an entrepreneur, but for your soul. And if you want to work with me, I work one-on-one as a, or I do group coaching. So you can go to my website. It's www.soulpreneurs.co.nz. So S-O-U-L-P-R-E-N-E-U-R-S.co.nz. And if, you know, I, I can work all around the world. I have I've come. Uh, clients all over the world and I can work with you one-on-one or as I say um, in group settings and I do online courses so check out my website because that's where you'll find the latest news on the next sort of courses that I've got going if you enjoyed this give me an email and just let me know how you're going and um, what you'd like to what you'd like some help with or just give me some feedback so it's carol at soulpreneurs.co.nz or call me on 021-774058. Always happy to help and discuss anything with you. I've just been on a meditation retreat for five days, which was completely amazing. Um, so if you want to discuss some more about meditation or any of the stuff I've brought up, please do reach out to me because I'm here to really help you in any way I can find that joy, find that spark and really you know, help you live your liberated life. So take care of yourselves until next month and uh, enjoy. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.